Welcome to the Simple Cocktails Podcast. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. So there's one class of cocktail that is never simple. I already gave away the answer, so I'm not going to ask you because you know the answer. But uh, this class of cocktail, let's see if the readers can guess as I jabber. How's that sound? All right. Uh, So this is a particular category of cocktail that it's almost impossible to find a simple variation on any of the drinks in that entire library. Okay. So what kind you know the answer, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna have I'm gonna transition to you. What type of cocktails are we talking about? Tiki drinks. Tiki drinks. Yeah. That makes sense now that I think about it because you uh you don't make very many of them. I have one tiki drink on the website mm-hmm. and we are gonna be making it tonight. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Well I did the I did the, the uh Harvey's tiki hut recently with Galliano. Right. So it was a variation on tiki, but tiki drinks in general are really complex. Why is that? Uh they are they borderline smoothies? Just, just about. But, but <laughs> it's crazy what tiki drinks involve, especially the popular ones, Mai Tais and stuff. They involve such a series of rums and fruit juices. Yeah. It's almost every tiki drink has more than one type of rum in it. Yeah. So it's aged rum and white rum and gold rum. You know what I mean? So it's a couple of base spirits and then yeah. on top of that a whole bunch of Yeah, fruits. and then you got to have papaya juice Sweets. and then you got to have, right. you know, coconut milk or whatever. Right. And then it's just like, forget it. I just give up. You know How what I mean? How can we simplify that for... You know, for our for our at home bartenders, like, can you just get your normal? Mm, I don't know, pog juice. You know, passion fruit, orange, guava. Oh, yeah. Like, just, just pour put something it all. In. Yeah, I've done this once before. Come to think of it, I made a party tiki drink once, okay. and I used Trader Joe's carrot tropical carrot juice. Right. Remember? Right. It's when and they it, sneak in the vegetables within the sweets. Right, exactly. It, it not it's not carroty at all. It doesn't right. taste like vegetables. Right. It tastes like a piña colada. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mixed it with like a dark rum or a gold rum or something like that. And that was it. That was that was the party drink. So right. that's an easy one. Uh, yeah, if you find like a nice tropical juice of some sort, right. you can mix that with rum and call it a tiki drink. Put an umbrella in it. <laughs> so uh, there's this guy on Instagram that I follow. Yes. You and me both follow him. And I have a book of his. Yeah. Charles Phoenix. That's right. Coolest man in the world. Yep. He's very retro, into the retro. He started mm-hmm. like by collecting old Instagram photos. of. He likes to just open up a window into the, you know, 50s and the 60s kind of homes. Yeah, slide photos. Yes. You said Instagram photos. Did I? You can't collect Instagram photos. <laughs> I guess you can. You I, I think I meant it. to say Polaroid. Yeah. You didn't have, whoa, okay. No, yeah. he, he buys like boxes of slide photos. Yeah, yeah. So it's very cool. Yeah, so. but, but he's really big on tiki drinks. And yeah. he'll travel around yep. America and he'll find like the coolest places where I want to go. I want to go on like a Charles Phoenix like trip yeah. and find all of the tiki drinks that he makes and um, that he goes to, I mean. And it's like cheesy times 10, and I love it. Yeah. Can we have a tiki drink 
party. Yeah, I think I think it's possible. We'll buy all the juices. Yes. Mango, papaya. Simplify it. Yeah. I don't know how. But. Uh, I think if you plan on making a bunch of tiki drinks, it's not so hard. Okay. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to make an old-fashioned. Well, that's easy, right? Right, right. It's, it's not like I come home from work and think, I want a Mai Tai. <laughs> uh, we need some orgeet, <laughs> which is like, uh, you know, almond syrup. Like, no, no, no. And I'm thinking the opposite. Like, I want whittled out fruit. Yes. Like, I want flaming <laughs> volcanoes with 10-inch right. straws. Yeah. Big uh, big ceramic bowls. Can we there, do that? Yeah. Can we fit that? There's our little tiki glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You go with, like, 15 garnishes, That's a party flowers. You'd go to, Look at all right? that. Very, yeah. Yeah, tiki drinks. So there's nothing simple about tiki drinks. Can no, we agree to that? No, but that's part that doesn't of it, mean they're right? not fun, right? Right. But my website is Simple Cocktails, I know. and so we tend to miss the tiki drinks pretty regularly. You know what? What? I just had a brainstorm. What is it? I'm going to do the other blog. Are you? I'm going to do complicated the opposite. cocktails. Yes, thank you very much. Complicated cocktails with Lisa. Right. One cocktail is like two segments. Yes, I love it. <laughs> uh, a cocktail in two parts. It's going to take me two weeks to make. This exactly. One. I this, love it. This needed to be fermented like a month back. I love it. That's a great idea. Yeah, and then they, they all they're all served in giant beautiful tiki mugs. A uh, Tiki Tony, if we follow him on Instagram, Tiki, tiki Tony, Tony makes tiki mugs. Yeah. So, anyway, lots of lots of fun stuff that you can do with tiki. Uh, I was I've been reading a lot of cocktail books lately. I've yeah. had some kind of wacky downtime and stuff like that, so I've been reading a lot of stuff and they were talking about like the whole idea of tiki and like Polynesian, which yeah. is like this yeah. a thing that kind of doesn't exist. Where did it come from? Who <laughs> right. brought it in? Right. It's it's this mixture of like Chinese right. and Hawaiian. I think it was the sailors. And, right. Exactly. The sailors bred it in. It's this very strange concept. Oh, I love the fat tiki mugs. Don't you? I Little do. chunky ones. I do. I like it when the straws come out of their belly buttons. Oh, yes. That's always <laughs> That's the best. That's my favorite. Delicious. <laughs> so we're going to make a tiki drink, but for now... We must fly across the ocean to Italy. Okay. And we are going to do our tasting. Italiano tiki yeah. drink? I always try to mix it up. Okay. Uh, oh, so, this is an Italiano tasting, not the drink. Okay. Right, 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 right. Well, I try to, whatever we taste, I try to make it different than what we make a drink it's with. It's a trip around the world. It's a trip around the world. That's exactly right. It. So I'm going to pour this for us. Hmm, okay. All right. I'm going to pour this for us, and then we're going to taste it. This That's is not a very positive, all right. This is an Amaro. Okay. It's an Amaro I've never heard of, but Amaros are huge in Italy, and we've talked about them many times here. Uh, Amaros are becoming popular to the craft cocktail people. American palates are developing uh, in a way that they can enjoy bitters. We're evolving. Right. We're, we're evolving. So the 90s didn't destroy us entirely. They tried. Right. Uh, but they didn't destroy us entire, entirely. This is Amaro Lucano. Lucano. L-U-C-A-N-O. Beautiful bottle. Yep. So uh, of the Amaro family, there's many we've tried. Campari is the most popular. Right. And Amaro, Amaro is Italian for bitter. Right. Right. So if you recall, an Amaro is an Italian bitter liqueur. So it's sweetened, but it's also bitter. And depending on the one you're drinking, it may taste more sweet or more bitter or whatever. Uh, Campari is actually pretty high alcohol. It's not as sweet as some of the others. Chinar is my favorite. Amaro. That's what I was going to say. Which one yeah. was the artichoke? Chinar. Okay. Yeah, it's got the big artichoke on it. And then you have Aperol, which is like a more sweet, less bitter Campari okay. kind right. of. It's like an orange bitter. Uh, what are the other ones? We've tried the one that tastes like root beer. I can't remember what that one's called. 
Uh, but yeah, we've had a lot of Amaro's and we're going to taste another one now because I like them and because they're really popular. So why not just keep tasting them? So Amaro Lucano, these are like 30 bucks. Amaro's uh-huh. are not super cheap. They are popular in Italy and they're getting popular here. So let's taste it. Cheers. Chin chin. Is that Italian? I think so. Or is that Chinese? I think so. Okay. Huh. Stings on the the tip of your tongue at the end. It's like a... It's, Numbing. It reminds me mostly of Chinar with a sting. Right, right. Yes. It has a, like a bee sting Chinar on your tongue. Chinar with a sting. Totally. Yeah. So it's very herbal. So if you look on the back, it says that they use 30 <laughs> herbs. A skillful blend of more than 30 herbs that the, that the Vena family... Has handed down from generation to generation. Wow. Enjoy it straight, cold, or with ice. That's very numbing. I imagine that the more you drink of it, like it's the better. It's not that high in alcohol. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the number your tongue gets, then the easier it is to drink. It's not that high in alcohol, so it's actually no. the herbs that and are numbing your tongue. It's sweet. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, uh, I, I'm really getting into Amaro's. Like they're they're subtly different from each other. They're such a wide library. They're so interesting. They're not cheap, right? Like they're thirty bucks, pretty solidly right. all all across. But there's a stigma behind it. You got to know what you're doing in order yeah. to. Well, yeah, you come to someone and say bitter Italian liqueur, and they're like, no thanks. Right, right. right. Give me Jack Daniels. <laughs> Is this served? Give me a straight? rum and coke. Yeah, uh, you could serve it straight. Uh, there's always like. You could just swap it for Campari. Campari is the most popular bitter, right? right. And so it's like Amaro, I mean, bitter is a different thing. Um, <laughs> Our producer has like lost the filling of the tip of I her know. tongue. We've lost her. <laughs> like we should do uh, sriracha shots now. Yeah, let's you know? do it. Let's do it. <laughs> sriracha vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so you could swap it out like a Negroni, swap it out for Campari. You can. That's the easiest way to make a cocktail right. with this. I, I had some Chinar the other night just as a nightcap and it was nice. Yeah. It was just it some chinar the on the stomach. rocks. I really like serving these on the rocks because uh, that little bit of ice melting actually um, sort of settles the sweetness a little bit. Right. Uh, offsets it. So this is this is nice. It's a, it's a little bit of a sting. It's bitter, um, but it's it's very good. It has such a nice taste. I, w- I would really encourage you guys, like flat out, if you find yourself being kind of an American cocktail drinker, like you mainly drink vodka, right. you know, your, most of your cocktails are blank and Mountain Dew or, or whatever, right? Like, just just be patient. You don't have to go buy them all. Um, but be patient and work your way through some of these Amaro's and just see what you think of them. Like, experience them. Don't, don't shudder. You're probably right. going to hate the first one or two. But go through it. Work your way through and experience them. It's quite an experience I and it's fun. I am a firm believer of changing your palate. Yeah. I think you can. As uh, for me, as a woman, yeah. and my taste buds changing through pregnancies and all of that, uh, I have to work up to all of it. Yeah. I really do. That's how I was with scotch. I didn't like scotch for a long time. Yeah. Cheap scotch, expensive scotch. I'd try it, and I just didn't like the way distilled barley tasted. Right. And uh, I'm not that way anymore. Like it's something I've gotten used to. There's certain nights where I'm like, ah, scotch is is the thing. Tonight. Really? So yeah. I think I'm going to be in my 90s by the time I get to that point. That's all right. We'll keep working on you. <laughs> So this is the, uh, maybe we'll call it the signature Simple Cocktails Tiki Drink. All right. It only has like five ingredients, right. which is way less than uh, just about any other tiki drink. Now, here's the story about this drink. I discovered it in a book. It might have been Trader Vic's. Trader Vic's is a cocktail book I like a lot. Right. And it sounds like it's more of a tiki book, but it's not. It's a pretty complete cocktail book. It's hard to find. Old versions of Trader Vic's are right. expensive. Three or four hundred dollars because they're like from the forties. Mm-hmm. 
But I actually found this cocktail. I looked over it and I was like, wow, the most complicated thing in this is the garnish. It shocked you, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, this is a tiki drink I could actually make. And so I made it pretty soon. I think it was that day. It was a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I made it that I day. remember. Took photos. It looked great. Ready to go on the blog. Edited, ready to go. Then we that day, we went to Goodwill. We did. Yeah. Went to Goodwill. And on the shelf at Goodwill are custom glasses for this cocktail. Right. Planter's Punch. We've said it before, but yeah. in case you're a new listener, that's where we recommend that you get all of your glassware. Yeah, the best glassware in the proper sizes, Goodwill. Good yeah. You cannot, I mean, old cocktails should be served in like four ounce Yeah, coops. and nowadays all your martini glasses are for desserts, I think. I don't know, they're, they're like 10 like ounces, 12 ounces, right. Uh, so we always look for old champagne coupes, right. which are no good for champagne now that we've learned the taller glasses hold the bubbles. Right. Uh, so people stop using coupes, but they're perfect for cocktails. Look for four ounce champagne right. coupes and you're in. I think you, I probably have 20 of them right. in the house. You might misplace them for like, you know, tea light holders. Yeah. <laughs> whiskey glasses. Half the time I'm like, that is a great whiskey glass. Is it a candle I holder? Or... I think that's emotive, honey. Yeah. I have my favorite whiskey glasses that I use regularly are 10 ounce whiskey glasses. And right. that is such a hard size to find. Right. Anything un- 10 ounces or under is almost impossible. You find 13, 14, you know, they're big and they want you to fill it up just a little, but I like to, to fill it up, you know, halfway and not knock yourself right. out. Right. So back to that, we're at Goodwill and I see the glasses of the cocktail that I just photographed that day. Planter's Punch. Totally retro. Right. They have bamboo plants. It says Planter's Punch in right. red. Bamboo plants. Uh, it's a frosted cup. Rum barrels. There's a guy playing a drum, right? So right. clearly this is a tiki Right. Glass. Thank God it's not racist. I don't think it is. Yeah. He has light skin. Good. <laughs> I, I don't really know. Uh, so we got two of these and Lisa was like, I was like, I already took all the pictures though. She's like, no, you're going to have to take them again. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're right. So I made a planner's punch. You'll see the link on the website to the beautiful glasses. So you can take a look at these. Um, but they're very narrow. They are like Collins glasses, right. chimney glasses. They're right. sometimes called highball. Yeah. Highball. So they are thin, uh, straight and narrow. Uh, and this is a glass that we build in this is a cocktail that we build in the glass. Right. And so we're going to build a planter's punch now. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm going to build two full planter's punches because I want us to get the experience. So the first thing is an ounce and a half of dark rum in each glass. We're using Bacardi 8, which is a good brand of dark rum. Ounce and a half. Yeah. Bacardi 8 is a good default aged rum. For the price, it's a good price. It's definitely eight years old, which is nice. Uh, aged rums are a great bargain these days, and so even a really, really old rum is not expensive. So an ounce and a half of rum in your chimney glass. If you have a planter's punch glass, please use that. <laughs> Next up, we need three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. I'll let you do the juice. You don't like squeezing, do I you? I hate squeezing. Give me the uh, measuring cup if you don't mind. As I said, the most complicated part of this right. is the garnish, right. and I'm not going to tell you. We're going to save that so you so you find out later what the garnish actually is on a planter's punch. All right, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, ounce and a half of aged rum. I got to get a little more lime. 
All right, we've got rum and lime juice. Next up is some more fruit juice, which is three quarters of an ounce of orange juice. I have a whole orange here. Oh. I'm gonna stab you with the knife. Are you okay? I was trying to get all those lemons out of the way, but that's not very smart, is no. it? Don't reach across a man who has a knife. <laughs> that's a book. Yes, your it first is. Day, that's it your, is. Uh... It's like that worst case survival hand, handbook or whatever, you right. know? <laughs> Never reach a man with a knife. So, three quarters of an ounce of orange juice now as well. We, You know, when we say juice, lemon, lime, right. whatever, we mean squeeze it from the fruit that we're speaking of. Need a little more? I don't remember. Uh, that's about half an ounce. So let's go a little. Squeezing oranges is the messiest thing ever. Yeah. Especially when you're doing it in a studio full of sound equipment. <laughs> you just feel like you're always making more of a mess than you think. Mm. No. All right. So if you are keeping score at home, that is an ounce and a half of aged rum. Dark rum, we can call it. Three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. Three quarters of an ounce of orange juice. Next step, we have two teaspoons of grenadine. So I have a bar spoon laying here. You want to do it or you want me to? I want you to do it. You, grenadine you've given up. scares me because it's, you know, it's so thick and it's like soy sauce. It just comes out fast. So I'm doing two bar spoons, which are a little smaller than teaspoons. So I'm pouring heavy. All right. Grenadine, two teaspoons. And last but not least, a shake of bitters each. So if you would do that. If, also, if you're thinking about it, I haven't put ice in these glasses. I like to get all the juices in there and then put ice because it keeps it from getting too watery. All right. Now let's get some ice in these glasses and give them a stir. I'm going to fill them up about halfway. All right. And then we'll stir it. All right. Hold it. All right. So let's give it a stir with our bar spoon. These are very tall glasses, so we're going to give them a stir. So it's very red, very, um, yeah, yeah, it's like a copper, yeah, like a reddish brown, sort of. I'm going to put some more ice now as you go. So you will want this a little bit diluted right oh yeah i forgot there's one last ingredient <laughs> sitting here on the table and i almost totally forgot <laughs> that's soda water i'm gonna fill it with ice and then we'll top it with soda water okay that's why it's not so red i was thinking yeah lisa's right it's redder than it usually is so we have a little uh bottle of canada dry club soda we're going to just top it with club soda, and now it's a planter's punch. I read something interesting, too. Uh, so it used to be cocktail was one form of alcoholic drink. Other forms were punches, swizzles, things swizzles. like that. okay. So a punch was called a punch because it had fruit juice. Uh, a cocktail was called a, called a cocktail because it had cocktail bitters. All right. So it's interesting. Like a margarita would not be a cocktail. It would be a punch because it has really? lime juice. Okay. Uh, but – We've gotten to the point now where it's just like alcohol, it's a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're going to give these a gentle stir. We don't want to stir them too much or we'll lose some of our bubbles, but we definitely want to mix it. Oh, beautiful. So it's I like understand. a nice pale pink yeah. cocktail. And last but not least, the garnish. 
as I mentioned. Do you want to do this this no. part? Wow, you're not I'm, even you're just. I giving was about up. to say I understand why tiki drinks are so hard. Yeah, this is the simplest one, and it's taken us two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the garnish for a planter's punch, for whatever reason, is a peach. A peach slice. There's no peach in the drink at no all. No peach in the drink. Okay. You just garnish with a peach. So uh, I do a peach slice, and then I cut it. Not a bad peach. Look at that. We got yeah, it free. Beautiful. What I do is I cut it uh, in a straight line in the center of the peach wedge, parallel with the pit and the skin. Right. And then I hang it backwards off the oh. off the glass. <gasps> Doesn't that look cool? That's a beautiful garnish. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why it's a peach garnish, but that's the traditional thing. So, uh, and then we put a straw in it because it's a nice long drink. So, want to get a straw in there? Maybe give it one last stir, and that is the planter's punch. So, let's give Gorgeous. it a try. Cheers! Cheers! Oh yes. Mm. Mm. Disneyland. Yeah, is that it tastes a good kind of tiki-ish. <laughs> we didn't drink alcohol when we were growing up no, going to didn't. Disneyland, but tiki drinks in Disneyland, yeah. And it's funny because you can still kind of taste the peach because your face is right next to it. Mm. You know? It's coming in through the other sense. It is. It, it tastes like a tiki drink, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I guess that's the rum. Because it doesn't have like a lot of... It feels of, like a tiki drink. Right. It doesn't have, it doesn't have a lot of traditional tiki mm-hmm. ingredients like pulp of mango right. or... You know, coconut or whatever, but mm. it tastes nice, doesn't it? Yeah. So to me, this is if you want the simple tiki drink by Simple Cocktails, it's got to be a planter's punch. Definitely delicious. It's a podcast first, the first tiki drink. Thank you for doing a little cheesy for me. Yeah, of course. Tiki drinks are fun. I really like them. I think I would enjoy a tiki drink at a tiki bar. Yeah. I think there's laziness and like I have it in my heart like I'm the simple cocktails guy. I can't make something complicated. Right? <laughs> this ain't simple. I know. How dare they? So anyway um, that was that was a great drink. Planner's Punch mm-hmm. and then of course we taste Amaro Lucano. Lucano. Delicious Amaro. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Greg Mays. I'm the managing editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.